How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we make our triumphant return and kick off our Week 10 coverage, taking a look at the Bears' Week 10 opponents, the Minnesota Vikings. The Bears return home to Soldier Field this weekend on November 16th to face off with the Minnesota Vikings, who come into this game with a record of 3-5. and five. The game will be broadcasted on ESPN, 8.15 p.m., Eastern Time, 7.15 p.m. Central Time. Should be a very good one. I am your host, Chris Malpe. Today, to talk about the Vikings, who are on a two-game winning streak, I am joined with both of my co-hosts, Parse Shaw and Jalen McClinton. How's it going, Fi- How's it going, guys? Doing pretty good. Just chilling. Uh, been, in, been stuck in my room for, I think, three or four days now. Got six more days to go, but yeah. Yeah, and just so you guys... On Spotify and Apple Podcasts, no, all the YouTube fans who watch us on there already know, but we have been gone for a week. I went home to vote. Jalen broke his phone. Parth has the coronavirus, unfortunately, but we are all feeling better. We are all doing better. We are back, uh, and we won't miss any weeks for the rest of the season, but before we head into it, Jalen, how's it going, man? Uh, it's going good. Um, like, Car- like Chris said, excuse me, uh, my phone was broke. You can blame the Chicago Bears about that one, uh, specifically their offense. Uh, in, a, in a violent rage, I threw my phone and broke my home screen. So um, <laughs> that's why, that why I missed the postgame show. But I'm back now. Uh, I got a new one. So uh, I'm, hopefully that won't happen again. I'm, I'm going to try to uh, hold my rage when watching the Bears offense. So other than that, let's talk some Bears football. Excited to be back. Um, have a we playing, we're playing an opponent I'm actually confident in that we can beat. Uh, so, you know, let's not try to jinx ourselves, but yeah, that's about it. Let's hop right into it. ESPN's matchup predictor gives the Minnesota Vikings a 59.1% chance to win this game, giving the Bears a 40.6% chance in this one. The line for the Week 10 game is Vikings minus 2.5. Over under for points is set at 45. As usual, we will start this one off by taking a look at the Vikings offense before we head into their defensive unit. So, the Vikings have scored 27.1 points per game. They have also put up about 300. 292.3 yards per on offense per game uh, on average, of course. 231 yards through the air, 160.3 on the ground. Their offense is obviously led by someone that Bears fans know very well, someone that Parth likes to trash a lot, Kirk Cousins. He is 137 for 209 on the season, 1,855 passing yards, 15 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions. On the ground, the Vikings are led by someone who the Bears have been able to bottle up in the past. It's going to be vital that they do it this week if they want a chance to win. A player that is definitely uh, leading the ranks for the Offensive Player of the Year award might even be in the MVP conversation. Dalvin Cook, he has 144 carries for 858 yards and 12 touchdowns. Taking a look at their leading receiver, it's going to be an interesting matchup between Jalen Johnson and Justin Jefferson this week. Justin Jefferson, 34 receptions for 627 yards, three touchdowns this year. It's been quite the season for him. Taking a look at the rest of the Vikings offense, they have a pretty good squad. Riley Reef. Um, Garrett Bradbury are leading that offensive line. They also get some pretty good tight end play from Herb Smith Jr., who's been taken off this year, and Kyle Rudolph. And obviously, you cannot forget about the wide receiver that they still have, not the one they traded to Buffalo, obviously, Stefan Diggs. The Vikings still have Adam Thielen, so a pretty explosive offense. They've been getting into a groove the last couple of weeks. Um, 
you know, I mentioned it earlier. They've scored 27.1 points per game. They're coming in on a two-game winning streak where they beat the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field and also beat the Detroit Lions last week. They've scored an average of 30 points per game in their last two games. So they're definitely coming in dangerous, and they're hitting their stride right when they need to. So, Parth, I'm going to pass it back to you now. What do you think about this Vikings offense? Like you said, they're hitting their stride the last two games. And it's because they've been able to run the ball. Uh, Dalvin Cook ran over 200 yards last week against the Lions. I think against the Packers, he also had. I think he had like four touchdowns against the Packers. He went off. He had four touchdowns and 200 yards this week and 163 yards and three touchdowns against the Packers. I mean, that's insane. Uh, You can't stop that. We know that. Bears did a really good job last year, that's for sure. I don't know if he'll be able to repeat the success. But we did really good at stopping Derrick Henry last week, I thought. You know, I think defensively, there were times when the defense did break down. But, you know, to only give up 60 or 68 rush yards against Derrick Henry is a pretty good job. So if the Bears defense can somehow stop Dalvin Cook and slow the run game down, I think we can easily do the other part in stopping Kirk Cousins. Yeah, it's going to be huge that the Bears shut down Dalvin Cook in this one if they want to give themselves a chance to win. Uh, As Parth mentioned, he has 363 rushing yards and seven rushing touchdowns just throughout the last two weeks. And that's the crazy thing is that he's hitting his stride and he's really carrying this offense. You know, it hasn't been a great year, essentially, by any means for Kirk Cousins but he's been able to get it done and and they've won two in a row and they're coming in on a two game stride. So the bears did hold Derrick Henry last week to only 68 rushing yards on 21 carries. So I'm confident that they'll hopefully be able to slow down cook a little bit, but he's the best running back in the league right now. Probably he's been playing incredible football, especially these past two weeks. So this Vikings offense is good, but we've seen Kirk Cousins struggle a ton against Chicago secondary in the past uh, Justin Jefferson's been playing incredibly well. Adam Thielen still doing his thing. Irv Smith's been great. But if the Bears want to win this one, and we'll get onto that later, obviously, they're going to have to try and force Kirk Cousins to throw the ball because he has 10 interceptions in nine weeks. Jalen, I'm going to pass it around to you now. What do you think about this Vikings offense that is led by Dalvin Cook, who's got 12 touchdowns on the season? Oh, man. Well, you know, they obviously started off very slow. They started off 1-5. and five. They're on the two-game win streak. Uh, they beat divisional opponents in the Packers, which uh, I was actually watching that game because we played the Saints uh, in the 325 slot. So uh, I was rooting for the Vikings, obviously, because if we would have, if the Bears would have won, we would have gotten number one back in the NFC North. So Dalvin, Cock, Dalvin Cook completely uh, went off. He had four touchdowns against the Packers. He, uh, he you know, he had four touchdowns against the Lions as well. So uh, if they if they want to continue to win games, you know, let let Dalvin Cook. And, uh, and keep the ball out of Kirk Cousins' hands because that's obviously uh, working for them uh, in these last couple weeks. Uh, they also have uh, Justin Jefferson. You know, he's – I said early in the season I don't think he's going to be uh, able to replace Stephon Diggs, Stephon Diggs' production, but he's, he's done a very good job at doing that um, through, through 10 weeks through the season. Uh, you know, they still have Adam, Adam Thielen, who, who's a top 10 receiver not that long ago. You know, Irv Smith, he, he's, he's putting up numbers as well. And they also have they – have, they have a very good running back, uh, Alexander – Madison, I think his name is. They also have Amir Abdul, who scored a touchdown against the, the Lions last week. So, this this offense is is uh is actually a very good offense when when they can move the ball. So, uh, if if the Bears don't come up to their A game, if we can't stop the run, uh, this that game's gonna get nasty very early. Yeah, and Amir Abdul is someone who's starting to resurge his career in Minnesota. But the Bears have done a pretty good job at stopping the run, at least recently. They've only allowed 116.9 rushing yards per game. 
but it, it's going to have to get better this week. They're going to have to do what they did to Derrick Henry last week, and hopefully the offense can do something. We'll see if the Bears end up switching their offensive play caller. If it's up to me, you know, I feel like it's possibly either coming this week or after the bye. I do think it happens this season, though. Matt Nagy finally seems to be turning around on that decision. But taking a look at the Vikings' defense, it matches up pretty well with the with the Tennessee Titans' defense that held the Bears to only 17 points last week. The Bears are putting up 19.8 points per game. And the Minnesota Vikings are allowing 29.3 points per game. Once again, another weak defense that the Bears can hopefully somehow have some success with. Uh, the Bears are going to be getting back Jason Spriggs on the offensive line this week. Hopefully Cody Whitehair and Sam Mustafer as well. So it should be interesting to see if the Bears' offensive line can get it together because Nick Foles was under a ton of pressure last week. The Vikings have allowed 422.9 yards per game. That's pretty similar to the number of the Tennessee Titans last week. And we've seen them get gashed through the air. They're almost allowing 300 passing yards per game, 279.9 per game to be exact. Also 125 yards on the ground. So hopefully the bears can find some success running the ball as well. I don't know if it's going to be David Montgomery or possibly Lamar Miller, or maybe even Cordero Patterson as the lead back, but it should be very interesting to see what the bears do there. Cam Dantzler comes into this week, someone who a lot of bears fans wanted uh, he comes this week as questionable. I believe he had COVID. I'm not sure if he's injured or not. One of you guys can correct me on that later. But taking a look at the rest of their secondary, it's a pretty good back end. Harrison Smith, Anthony Harris, both play incredibly well football. Uh, I, I don't think they're the best safety duo in the NFC North. Personally, I might be a little bit biased, but they are a very solid duo. Also, Jeff Gladney, the first-round pick for them, has played very well this season. And then I'm I'm honestly not too sure about most of their players in the front seven. Jaleel Johnson is the only one that I really know. I'm not sure if I should know uh, many of the other ones. Obviously, we do know that Daniil Hunter went on IR. Uh, He's out for the season. And obviously, Everson Griffin, someone who haunted the Bears for years, isn't there anymore. But they have a really good middle linebacker in Eric Kendricks. But this Vikings defense has allowed a ton of yards, a ton of points this season. We saw that same contributing factor last week when the Bears faced the Titans. And we saw the Titans defense look pretty darn good against Chicago. But Parth, I want to ask you, what do you think about this Vikings defense? And more specifically, their secondary, because they have struggled. They have struggled, but they've also played better recently. I mean, uh, <clears throat> last week, Matthew Stafford had a tough time through two interceptions. And then um, I think against the game against Aaron Rodgers, I mean, to beat Aaron Rodgers this season has been a tough task for a lot of teams. So for them to stop Aaron Rodgers, you know, at, to a certain extent, I mean, it counts. Uh, that defense has improved the last two weeks. Uh, they're playing well against divisional opponents, which is pretty surprising uh, knowing the Vikings history with divisional opponents, especially last year. Um, but I think this defense is getting better. Um, I think it's to watch out for. Like you said, they have a pretty young secondary, but um, if they can start improving and starting to learn the ins and outs of the NFL, I think they're going to get better. And then their linebacking core is uh, a lot more experienced, uh, a lot better. And they're pretty good at stopping the run. And I think, that's something the Bears have struggled to do, so that's something to look at, to keep an eye out for. Keep an eye out for as well. Yeah, the Vikings linebackers have performed pretty well this season. Troy Dye, Eric Kendricks, and Eric Wilson have made a pretty good trio so far. Look, if you're the Bears this week, and I get my hopes up about this offense way too much because they always tend to disappoint me, but you mm-hmm. have to attack this secondary. You 100% have to do it. Uh, I like that the Bears are hopefully going to get Mustafer, White Hair and Spriggs back this week. If I were the Bears' offensive line coordinator, uh, Juan Castillo, offensive line coach, whatever you want to call it, I would move Mustafer 
to starting center, move Whitehair over to guard, take out Rashad Coward. And also, I would probably consider starting Jason Spriggs because he was actually decent in Week 10, but we've seen Bobby Massey and Charles Leno especially both struggle. Uh, hopefully Nick Foles will have some more time to throw the ball this week. He's going to have to get it out quickly. But I think if he has time to throw and he can deliver, which we've seen him be able to do it in some moments, we've seen him not be able to do it in some moments. He had over 300 passing yards and two touchdowns last week, also a passer rating of almost 100. You're going to have to attack that secondary. I think it's pretty weak. But Part did mention it. You know They've got a lot of young pieces that are definitely going to develop down the road. Cameron Dantzler, Jeff Gladney, both very young. Uh, we all remember the the beef that Chris Boyd got into last year with Bears fans and their safeties <laughs> with Harrison Smith and Anthony Harris. Uh, it's a really good tandem. So as much as I say you've got to attack this secondary, it also scares me a little bit. But hopefully the Bears can get the run game going in this one because they've been one-dimensional recently. But I do think they will be able to put up points on this Minnesota defense. I'm just not going to get my hopes up personally. So Jalen, I'm going to pass it back around to you now. Final thoughts, what do you think about the Minnesota defense? Um, it's obviously not, not their defense from when they made it to the NFC championship, you know, they traded a lot of pieces or not traded, but they got rid of a lot of pieces, you know, Trey Waynes, uh, McKenzie Alexander, um, Xavier Rose, you know, he's actually doing very well, uh, with the Colts surprisingly, you know, he, he's a person who struggled the last couple seasons, uh, with the Vikings after being all pro for many seasons. So they, they have a, you know, a lot of young guys on that defense. They still have Harrison Smith. He's one of the best safeties in the league. Anthony Harris is also uh, underrated. He had six interceptions last year, which was tied uh, for first, uh, if I'm correct. So they still have a lot of people um, in, in the back end to, to make plays, like I said before, uh, but also a lot of young guys at the same time. So if, if Nick Foles can can have time in the pocket, um, I think we can we can get some mental errors uh, by these young players in the secondary. And then up front, you know, like, like you said, we don't really know that many names. You know, they traded uh, uh, Yannick Ngakwe to, to the Ravens a couple weeks ago. Uh, he had quite the stint in Minnesota. Yeah, uh, Hunter is out for the whole, for the whole season. Uh, prayers up for him. And then they, I know they got rid of their, their nose tackle. I can't think of his name uh, off the top of my head. But and he then Everson Griffin's gone as well. Yeah, as well. He uh, he got traded. In, oh, not, not traded. He got cut as well. So he left in free agency. Yes, and actually went to the Lions. So he's in a uh, he's in another in a, he's in, on another uh, NFC North division rival. So. They, like I said, they got rid of the, a lot of these uh, young guys. They still have Eric Hendricks. He's 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 a very good linebacker. Still have Anthony Barris, Eric Wilson. He's played. Uh, he's actually played well um, since he since he's been on that team. So um, I think this is not the best defense we've played. It's not close to the best defense we've played. And I, I like you said, I don't want to say this offense is gonna um, get a, a get back game because we've said that many weeks before and it hasn't happened. So. Um, I think we can make plays on this defense. Uh, will we? It, it, that's the ultimate question. Yeah, it is the ultimate question. The Bears are so spotty week to week. We've seen them put up 92 points this year in the fourth quarter and only 86 points quarters one through three. So can the Bears replicate the success they're having late in games earlier on? I'm not that confident. They've they've had some success in garbage time, and they've also had some incredible fourth quarter comesbacks. But if the Bears want a chance at making the playoffs, they're going to have to win this week to move to 6-4 and because 5-5 five and five isn't looking too great with two matchups coming up with the Green Bay Packers in the next couple of weeks. So you guys know how we close off these episodes. We talk about how the Bears and how the Vikings can win this one. I'm pretty sure it, it, it's going to be consensus uh, for how the Vikings can win this one, but they've just got to run the ball and find success with it. I'm not entirely confident that they're going to have success with it. We've seen Danny Trevathan have two incredible weeks for the Bears after starting off very slow to the season. Roquan Smith is playing all pro football. Bilal Nichols has seemed to fill that void that we thought he wasn't filling at nose tackle. Not entirely whatsoever, but he has stepped up his play. 
and and you know the Vikings are just going to have to run the ball if they want to win in this one. I think their defense will have a better time with the Bears' offense than they have with past offensive past offenses that they've played. But you know the Vikings; they haven't beaten the Bears since 2017. Uh, or possibly even 2016. I don't even know. But, uh, you know, the Bears are going to have to find success uh, in this one, stopping Dalvin Cook, and we'll get to that later. But if the Vikings want to win this one, you keep the ball on the ground and you're going to win this game. So, Parth, I want to pass it around to you. Do you agree with me, or do you think the Vikings have to do something else, take a different approach if they want to win this Week 10 matchup? I have to agree with you on this. It's it's quite simple. It's the Vikings formula, and it's to run the ball with Dalvin Cook, which usually gets Kirk Cousins going, or at least comfortable enough for them to get a couple yards through the air and win the game but we know Kirk Cousins is 0-3 against Chicago uh, in his Vikings era you could say he's struggled he's had games multi-interception games Uh, it's kind of like Jared Goff against Chicago but Goff this year you know um, I guess flipped the script you could say so let's hope Kirk Cousins isn't able to flip the script the Bears are able to keep beating the Vikings Um, like you said that we haven't lost them since 2017 that's something that I like to hold. It's my pinned tweet. I like to keep that up there. <laughs> so hopefully we can beat the Vikings next week or this week. Yeah, and the last time we saw the Bears play the Vikings at Soldier Field in primetime when the Bears were wearing the orange jerseys, the defense had quite the day. Eddie Jackson had a pick six, and we absolutely dominated them. That's the same exact situation the Bears are going to be in on Monday Night Football. But Jalen, what do you think the Vikings have to do if they want to win this one? I'm going to agree with what you guys said. Let uh, Run the ball with Dalvin Cook um, and, and don't let him run all over this defense. Roquan and, and Danny have – well, mainly Danny have, has, has picked up his play since the beginning of the season. Roquan has been playing well the whole season. He's, he uh, If he can continue this play, he's definitely going to be an all-pro this year. Uh, he definitely should be a pro, but no, no doubt about that. So um, I'm, I'm very uh, happy – to, uh, to see what I'm seeing from our, our, our linebackers, especially after Danny Trevathan was getting criticized uh, uh, in the first couple weeks of the season. So uh, we stopped Der- Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is probably the best running back in the game right now. Uh, Dalvin Cook may be, may be coming for that spot after he hit this, these last two weeks. So uh, who knows? If, if we can stop Dalvin Cook uh, and, you know, and, and put the ball in Kirk Cousins' hands, uh, that's about it, as long as, as long as we don't let Dalvin Cook run on us. Yeah, uh, and the Bears did just sign a familiar face to their practice squad, offensive lineman Aaron, uh, Eric Cush, who can step in at either center or guard. He, he was just signed to the practice squad after trying out with the Bears earlier this week. That's going to be big. If, if he can be promoted for Monday Night Football, I would expect that to be happen, or I would expect that to happen. Uh, so, Jalen, I'm going to pass it back around to you right now. You recently said that if the Bears want a chance in this one, they've got to get the ball in Kirk Cousins' hands. It seems like the case in most weeks when the Bears are facing a good running back. But what do you think the Bears have to do if they want to win this? Uh, like I said, like I said, uh, you know, a couple couple seconds ago, actually, uh, put the ball in Kirk Cousins' hands. Kirk Cousins is not a very good quarterback, in my opinion. He's not played well this season. Uh, he, he played. I'm not gonna say he played well last year, but you know. The stats showed he had a very good season. They won. He won the, the Vikings a playoff game against the Saints. So um, he he's not playing well this year. You know the, the Vikings. The Vikings are looking very. Uh, you know, I know I know they're upset at that contract they just gave him this year. So they're probably stuck with him for an, another couple seasons. Uh, but you know, put the ball in his hands. He hasn't played well against the Bears uh, since he's been a Viking, especially on prime time. I think this is what the the fifth, not fifth, fourth time we played the Vikings on prime time um, in, in the last couple seasons then we went off game so hopefully we can continue that stretch uh just just stop Dalvin Cook and put the ball in Kirk Cousins hands and I think we have a very good chance at winning this game as long as we can score points because 
because uh, I'm not very yeah. confident in offense. Yeah, and to take it to the offensive side of the ball, if you're the Bears, I think you have to try and get Nick Foles some more time somehow, some way, and Nick Foles has to air it out. You just got to trust him with it. He's been someone who's taken shots throughout time. We've seen this Minnesota secondary struggle a ton, and that's not knocking anything that Anthony Harris and Harrison Smith have done, but they do have young guys in the secondary. Cam Dantzler, we don't know if he's going to play. Jeff Gladney will be in there, but it seems like these wide receivers are going to have some matchups that they can take advantage of, and I think the Bears' shot to win this game is if they gash them in the secondary. That's what we've seen teams do against the Vikings that have had success. Uh, you know, Even though they didn't win the game, we saw Deshaun Watson do it when they played the Houston Texans. We saw Matt Ryan do it in a very nice way when the Atlanta Falcons put up 43 points on them. So if you're the Bears, I think you have to attack this young secondary and hope to find some success there with your wide receivers, especially Allen Robinson and obviously Darnell Mooney. So Parth, before we close this one off, I want to pass it around to you. What do you think the Bears have to do if they want to bounce back after a three-game skid and beat the Minnesota Vikings in Week 10? Well, like, first of all, we got to stop Dalvin Cook. Uh, he's tearing the league apart right now, uh, that's for sure. And you got to keep doing what we've been doing to Kirk Cousins, uh, which is harass him. Uh, the, 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 couple the three times he's played us, he struggled. Uh, we know that. It's obvious. It's something that I like to hold pride, so hopefully the Bears defense can keep doing that. And we got to pick it up in offense. Uh, we got to get the run game going. Uh, like we said, it's a young secondary, or at least young cornerbacks. Um, got to, got to take advantage of them somehow, some way. Um, and then, uh, <clears throat> the, actually I was about, I just found this stat. I think a lot of people actually know this, but Kirk Cousins is 0-9 on Monday night football. So let's hopefully we can turn that to 0-10. Yeah, 100%. It's going to be important. Kirk Cousins never has been someone who has had success in prime time. We saw their meltdown against the Seattle Seahawks a couple of weeks ago on Sunday Night Football, and the Bears will look to bounce back to 6-4 and four this week and take down the Vikings, a team that is definitely beatable. Thank you guys so much for tuning into our Week 10 installment of Meet the Opponents. If you want more content from us and our team, head over to our website, BearDown.com. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs on our site throughout the week to get you guys ready for the matchup between the Bears and the Vikings. If you want to find us on social media, we're going to be doing our November giveaway sometime soon. We haven't decided what it is yet, but we give away good stuff every month trying to give back to you guys for helping us be able to do what we want for not a living, but for fun and be able to make money off it. So you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Baird Down. And finally, you can find the links to all of our social media pages, Instagram and Twitters down in the description. Parshaw, Jalen McClinton, the season really does depend on this Week 10 game, and every time the Bears lose, the next game becomes that much more vital. Any last words, guys? Yeah, like you said, it's a big game. It's Monday night. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, it's in Soldier, Soldier Field. Hopefully the Bears can steal this one away. Uh, you know, the Vikings are playing pretty good football lately, but you know, I think I, I, I do trust the Bears in this one. This is a huge game for us, especially since we're on a three-game losing streak. Um, if we can get a W right here, go into our buy-in and play the Lions and the uh, Lions and the Packers, um, that that would be huge for us. Uh, as long as, like I said before, please stop Dalvin Cook. Please stop Dalvin Cook is definitely going to be preached throughout the week. And we're going to keep getting into it, but that's going to be the key to winning this one. I'm sure when we record our three key matchups in a couple of days, that's going to be the overarching one for sure. But it feels good to be back, and we're going to keep getting content out to you guys. So be sure to subscribe, whatever platform you're listening on. It's been a pleasure to be your host once again. My name is Chris Malby. Bears fans, as always, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.